Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This. Well, we testing? should actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Tell me when we are ready. We're shooting now. Okie dokie. So, David, I want to yes. ask you something. Yes. About lifting weights. Oh, gosh. So, when you do the. Gym- I haven't been lifting weights for a while. Don't uh, judge me. Uh-oh. My body fat is over the top. Oh, boy. 18%. So, when you do the what's it called? What's the up? dumbbell presses, right? Yep. With dumbbells in both hands, Correct. not bench press. Correct. How much do you do on both arms? When I was working out more intensively, uh-huh. and I mean by working out intensively, I mean when I was working At out. All? Oh, Jesus. I got to get back into it. I hate. Okay, I always get off topic when you speak to me, but I got to tell you this. I tell hate me. our capitalist society. All I want to do is have enough time to go home and not be exhausted to work out. Okay, well, I mean, you're working in not a very capitalist field. But so it's the idea. You're more insulated from capitalism than most. I think the idea of it, though, is that I'm a worker bee and I got to mm. work super hard, but I just want to work out. I just want to be healthy. Well, I work and I'm not a worker bee. And I got all the time in the world. Well, I'm just, I think it's depending on job placements. The point is, I just true. wish I had more time to work out. Anyway, I don't think that's capitalism. I mean, there's a lot of people. I think the idea throughout the, history who were working, who were worked to the bone under many different systems. I guess you're right. I just wish I could work out more. I don't think there's a capital. I don't think there's a system to blame. I think there's your particular job to blame. I think and there's good jobs and bad jobs, even in the same field, even in the exact same occupation. Good places to work, worse places to work, and you just didn't get the most propitious pick of the lot. That would allow me to work out. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Fair enough. Um. Shut up, Timmy. Uh, <laughs> capitalism. Okay. Um. Uh, what was I saying to you? Um. Oh, by the way, we're coming up on the hundredth uh, anniversary of the Bolshevik Revolution. I ordered a number of books to celebrate. <laughs> I got Wall Timmy Street Wood. and the Bol- Bolshevik Revolution. Timmy Wood. I got um. One very anti-Bolshevik book just to get another perspective. What's the other one I bought? Um. Um, oh, man. oh, I bought a really good book, a, um, a, a collection of academic essays on the new economic policy. Uh, which one? Um, Trump's? No, uh, <laughs> no, the, um, the NEP in Bolshevik Russia. It, it lasted for most of the 1920s okay. where they allowed some liberalization in the markets. And huh. it's just a number of academic essays about the economy and society. Of that period in the Soviet Union. Go figure. Anyway, we were talking about lifting 30, weights. 30, 30 pounds. 30? 30 pounds. 45. What? You're going to get them packs, boy. I know. My, my strength has increased pretty significantly. Well, duh. I mean, you're looking slimmer. Which is surprising because I'm also losing a lot of weight. You yeah. generally don't build muscle and right. lose you, weight you, You're looking time. more fit. Yeah. So. so, I mean, once I lose all the weight I want to use, what and it, then I can Do start. you feel comfortable telling how much you weigh on air? I don't totally know because, <laughs> okay, when I keep that scale right there and stand on it, right. I'm clocking in at around one, now around 193. Okay. And when I started like eating better and whatnot, when I would stand on that, I'd be around 238. Okay. What so the heck? Like, you yeah. lost like 40 pounds. No, no, no. 228. 228. Okay. That's like so 30, 30 pounds. Something like 30, what a little more than 30. What the heck? So that's a lot to lose and build muscle at the same time, which is surprising. Well, I don't so, know. Well, you, you, the best indicator for that that you can buy you know, affordably is getting a body mass index indicator. Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. that one helps you better track your body fat. Mm-hmm. It's not so much that you're losing weight it's you're losing fat weight you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so you want to lose the fat weight piece of that um what would you know what your ideal uh height, uh height to weight ratio is i don't know i figure around 170 once i, w- I weigh like 175 that. tim okay so well, you have ma- probably a little more muscle than me i don't maybe know Maybe even more than a little more i don't know maybe you lost a bit over the last month i did so. i i my bo- I, I was at 11 percent body but fat. anyway now once 18, i um, once terrible. i lose once i lose all the fat i want then I'll start eating a lot to build lean the bulking, muscle. Lean bulking. Well, it doesn't matter. There's no such thing as a lean bulk. Yeah, bulking. there is actually. What? How? Explain because it. Because if, if you're eating a bunch of Big Mac meals, you're not going to be able to Explain. gain. Explain. Well, all that matters is, well, calories are important as long as you're eating enough protein. Yeah, I, well, again. You want protein. But you, well, if you have highly processed meats, you're not going to be able to gain. You're going to be ingesting a lot of pro, uh, fats. So if you fats have. Fats are fine. If, there's nothing what wrong with is how many grams of protein you eat with and how many fats. calories. There's nothing you wrong eat. with healthy fats. There, a lot of people get way too complicated about the composition of what they eat. 
I don't know. You're in, not a nutritionist, in, Tim. I mean, I've been looking into this way longer than you have. And it, it, in I, modern diets, you basically oh get all the nutrients. We will never needed. agree at all to, to, to what, what you can isn't eat. isn't that important. What's important is if you want to lose weight, number of calories is literally all that matters. And I lost 30 pounds in three months, so I know what I'm talking about. It doesn't sound Number good, of calories. It does. That's a good That's a good. 10 amount. pounds a month? Is that healthy? Yeah, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What else? <laughs> and if you want to gain weight, you have to eat at a calorie surplus, and you have to eat a lot of protein. Anyway, once I get to that point, I'll eat a lot and eat a lot of protein so I can actually actively build muscle. All right. Well, fair enough. As long but anyway, as- you, you just did 30s? How many, just did 30s. Look at many, this guy, ladies and gentlemen. He's like, oh, like you, you're, you're talking just... about grabbing dumbbells. Yeah, 30. Down. How many reps? Uh, three sets of 10. Okay, that's what I'm doing with 45s. <laughs> okay, good, so, good. Good. <laughs> could beat you in a fight. <laughs> you may could have. You're going to get jacked. But uh, you're going to get jacked, bro. You're going to like I'm, it, I'm going to hit you in your knees. Those are your weak spots. Yeah, <laughs> that's your weak spots, too. No, that's and your, your back. No, my back's my weak spot. You're, 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 you've always had bad knees. I've had bad back, too. I've, I've, I've had, had bad back. I have bad back. <laughs> I have bad back. Timmy got back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking about Timmy's physique, so I had a so good. So you were <laughs> so you were dreaming last night. I, it wasn't last night. I think it was a couple nights ago. But I made okay. a distinct. Um, I made a distinct decision to write it in my cell phone because I did not want to forget <laughs> it because it left that much of an impression on me. Okay. So, as ladies and gentlemen, uh, listeners of the podcast, uh, I think we all can agree that Timmy sometimes is a complex about his hair. Yeah. Okay. No, it's better now because I'm shaving it. Well, I know you're fine with it now, but I'm saying you uh-huh. have a complex with your yeah, hair. Yeah, okay. I don't know. What do you mean complex? <laughs> that, that, no- that's what I mean by complex. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean a complex? <laughs> what do you mean a complex? <laughs> that's what I mean. Uh, so I had this dream, and Tim was in it. I don't know any bit about the context behind it whatsoever. Okay. But um, in it, you walked into a room at as confident as I ever saw you. Uh-huh. And you were wearing a hat. Okay. <laughs> I, on, I, and I was like, Tim, that's it. You just got to be the just guy that wear wears a hat all the time. Okay. Like, it, and it was a, it was what a kind of hat. It was a dapper, like, it, was a, it wasn't a fedora, but it was mm. like a dapper fedora esque hat. Okay. And he just walked in like it was totally normal. Like, all I'm right. walking with a hat right now. I think mm. you should start wearing hats. That was it? Was, there was, there's nothing literally more to literally the on the notes i put into my okay, cell phone timmy I, I will tell you what it says it just says tim needs a hat tim needs a hat okay <laughs> that, that, but that. no my, my my hair is better now i'm glad i'm glad you're happy with your hair I'm not happy with my hair but it's better now <laughs> i think you should start wearing hats okay like, be the guy that wears that hat like us. i've never you've known i never liked a hat i know what but i'm just saying you've never tried to wear a hat that's true i think people need to try more different style changes i think we get into these ruts sometimes where we say mm. oh this style is my style i'm gonna stick with it but uh-huh we, as as just as much as we change as people, you know, our style does change as well. And I think we get kind of stubborn, like, oh, I'm not going to let society tell me what to wear and what to do and what to think and what to feel. That's, mm. uh, you know, Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I, I think, too, it's who gives a – so in the end, if you don't care about what society thinks and makes uh-huh. you feel – why don't you just dress the, just randomly and see how you feel after it? But you wouldn't mm. know how you would feel until you actually did it. Go out to the mall, budget $100, $150, and buy a couple of different sets of clothing. Uh-huh. Do some research. Put yourself in a new skin. And I think if you yeah. do those sorts of things, people feel a little bit less you know, constricted to, this is who I am. I'm going to be like this forever. So wear a hat, Timmy. Okay. That's David Public Service announcement for the day. Dress. Is this all building up because you want to start wearing dresses? <laughs> and you want to like... <laughs> No one's gonna tell me I can't. <laughs> I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's exactly how that was surmised in my head. That's what. Okay. Well, you're thinking of me wearing a hat. I think I'm thinking of you wearing a dress. I think dress. those for, are for so very, now we know what we I, dream I, about. I, I, I think those are for two very different reasons, <laughs> Timmy. <laughs> I just wish Tay would wear a dress sometimes. Come in here and impress me you're, like you're, the woman you're he just is. Get, you're just gonna walk into this room full of confidence <laughs> in your dress. <laughs> Oh, Tim, uh, I think sometimes the things you say about me reflect more about the things you feel inside of than you. Isn't so, that always the case? Yes, always. Mm. So I guess I want to wear a hat, I guess. Probably. <laughs> Maybe I want to wear the dress. <laughs> Speaking about wearing a dress in men's Ed clothing. Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. <laughs> so Ed Sheeran's been in the news lately. Uh, his uh, Shape of You, which I think came out around this time last year, five you, you know, times know. platinum. Big Five deal. times platinum. Big deal. It's it was you literally could not turn on the radio for in any station if you just flipped the radio over. Who listens to the radio? No one. Or 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 any sort of top hits. You could not escape the uh, the shape of you. I escaped it pretty easily. You didn't like that song? 
Yeah. You don't, you can't say the beat. I didn't hate what? it. It was okay. It was a good beat. It was, okay. it was a good beat. You, you love it. I, I loved love it. it, and I think that was my song of 2016, 17. But wow, it was. Um, I think everyone loved that song. It was a good song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so pumpy. Like I just want to. I don't know. Like you just want to pump. Yeah, I just gonna pump it up. Um, it was, and plus the. I think too. What's interesting is that the main female actress in um, the the music video, I think, mm. was multiracial. Uh-huh. Um, beautiful woman. Um, and I don't know. I just feel like for for that genre of music to make that the main that person the main actress. I don't know. Just just different. Just is that different. true? I think you'd have to do an empirical. <laughs> Probably, study. but I don't see a lot of music videos with a bunch of white guys doing rock music and rap, making the female the, the main female lead not white. I don't know. Maybe. I, I wouldn't know. know. I just thought it was interesting. But five times platinum. Mm, wow. But unfortunately... He's Ed, dead? No, he's not dead. Uh. Unfortunately, um, he just broke his arm. Oh, boy. He just heard he broke his arm. I don't know exactly what he... I think he fell down or something. <laughs> I think he fell down. He's probably, he, was, he was doing the shave of you again. And yeah. He fell down. He fell down. He's, well. he's not well liked on the social media. Really? No, not at all. Why not? I don't know. Maybe because he's five times platinum and everyone's jealous of people with success. I guess so. I mean, think about it. Like, mm. five times platinum. Is that... That means a lot of people must have liked the song. Clearly have, a lot of people. Obviously. Like and it just gets, he just, he just gets crapped on all the time. Wow. I, I he's think, just one of those people who's easy to, to hate. Why is that? Because he has red hair? No. Yeah. That too. <laughs> There's just something about him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's not the most charming of looking individuals. Kind of, it's like Emmanuel Macron. There's just something about him. That you kind of hate him, but in a positive way. Mm. Like, I, I like this guy. I like that he exists so that I can dislike him and make fun of him a little. Did you hear about um, Austria? Austria, what, their election? Yeah, the uh, youngest. Yeah, I haven't looked. Oh, that, that dude, yeah. Yeah, he's, 31, he's 32 young. years old. I'm, pr- yeah, I'm, sure he, I, I'm sure he was born rich. It doesn't Probably. matter. Um, yeah, Richer than us. Yeah, so. much richer, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so Ed Sheeran, poor old guy. Another interesting thing that came out was about, I think, a couple of weeks ago, the new uh, Killers album, Wonderful Wonderful, came out. I told you guys uh-huh. I was going to take that in. It took me a couple of weeks to How was it? really digest it. How many Wonderfuls would you give it? Uh, four out of five. It's wow. one of their better... I think it's probably... God, I think a lot of people crapped on Day and Age uh, mm. uh, and Battleborn, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie; those two albums took a while for to wear on me. Um, uh-huh. But Wonderful, Wonderful, I just liked it. Like from the wow. from the pop in that. Is it their best album? No, I I Hot I, Fuzz I, I think Hot Fuzz is definitely probably the best album. Okay. Um, well, uh, all right. I, I shouldn't be so. I actually really like Day and Age. So mm. me personally, I like Day and Age better. Okay. But. Um, Plus, I was, that came out right when I was, I think, 20 years old. Uh-huh. Um, I just got into uh, Westchester, hmm. uh, and I was a young kid, and I was taking an existentialism class. It was a really okay. cool semester, and I really loved it. And uh-huh. that's what that album reminds me of, me being young and going to university. Mm. I don't know. It was a really good... Do you think of yourself that much younger at 20 years old? I mean, now that we're getting older, Tim, like, yeah, I think that was young. Yeah, I think of myself as old, but I don't necessarily think of myself as young in the past either. Really? No, I definitely think of myself as young in the past. Like me, 19 years old. You, it us, 16? I guess. Yeah, no. We it doesn't were feel that long ago. We were ago. young, dude. We were young. Maybe. Maybe your brains is, I don't know. I just, 10 years ago seems like a long time. Hmm. Um, so it was a great album. I recommend people buying it. Um. Yeah, I just I just thought I kept on talking about it. I have yet to buy Rupee Carr's newest uh, poetry book. I was uh, thinking, oh, there was a hilarious article about her. Oh, my God. It was so funny because it made her sound so stupid. Oh, my God. Like, they're, oh, my gosh. You're I, terrible. I, I need to find the quotes or something. It was so like, I, I, no, no, no. Okay, so there's this one quote. So it's this reporter who's spending a day with her, and they're walking <laughs> around New York, and they go into this bookstore, and there's this one quote where it's like they're talking, and she's like, like we come across a um, book, a book of Kafka short stories. Oh, I love this guy, Carr says. She's talking about the cover designer. <laughs> like, <laughs> just makes her sound like an idiot. I think she's just a free spirit, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, free spirit. I think, huh? I think she's cool as heck. Um, I haven't bought her text yet. I actually, to be honest with you, I'm going to be real for reals. I'm actually getting into a really new series. Uh, it's not Uh-oh. new, but it's new to me. It's called Humans but, uh, on AMC. Is it about uh, dogs? No. Is it about humans? No, well, no, not really. Uh, it's about robots. <laughs> um, it's actually interesting. It's kind of like Ghosts in the Shell, mm. uh, but like live action. It was a British drama. Um, interesting. It's a, it's the whole idea of self. 
it's a, the premise is these AI robots are awakening. There's you know the revolution, uh. and I, I always think that's always a really neat concept. And I don't know with with that whole new um, dark web computer or whatever it was the, the new dark what that that new that new google the new, new google program that's being uh, was was able to look to teach itself a fellow or uh, oh i didn't hear to go and that. it's it, it literally beat the the current go computer champion who uh. beat all the other ones they're just saying it's it's, it's revolutionizing and getting faster mm. so um but that's what i've been really getting <laughs> okay th- th- this was a quote and that rupee cow car article that made me laugh okay i will always go into a used bookstore i will always go into a used bookstore she says even when she's working i'll collect a lot of the covers that inspire me whether it's the paper inside whether it's a font so then later i can be like okay how's mine going to look I think well, you do know her poetry isn't just written poetry, <laughs> yeah. right? It's, she, oh, it's so much more than that. There's also stick figures. Oh my god! <laughs> I just she's a designer. She's just she's crazy. Oh yeah, she's I, a designer. I, I, huh? I think that type of person is inspiring. I think that's inspiring. <laughs> okay, she's talking about how oh she's god. teaching a writing class. I think Tim's just jelly because he's always <laughs> trying to be. He's okay. always been a, trying to be a writer. There were no particular works, she says. But list poetry, she adds, was one of her favorites. It's basically just a list of stuff, she explains. (laughs) (laughs) All right, maybe the way it's written does make her sound a little bit juvenile. (laughs) Her poetry makes her sound a little bit juvenile. I think think it's inspiring. Oh, man. Okay, if you say so. Great work. Is her her thing out yet? It is out. I have yet to buy it yet. My birthday's coming up, Timmy. Maybe I will. I'll buy it for you. Aww. You want me to buy it for you? Yeah. Or? Okay. I'm gonna have to buy it online because I can't be seen in public purchasing. Well, it's this probably thing. easier because my birthday's next week. Okay. So. Is it? Yeah, it's the 26th. Uh, when Thursday? Thursday. Wow. I know. Wow, I'll be wow, 20, wow. 28 years old, guys. It's terrible. Jesus, it's it's been a wild, crazy yes. ride. Yeah. Let's not talk about this anymore. Speaking okay. about textbooks. Hmm. Um, Pearson got into some hot soup this week. Oh, yeah, hot soup. Huh? Um, so there was a Pearson publication. Uh, it was like an introductory nursing textbook for those uh-huh. who want to be... Oh, I hope we don't get copyright for that one. That was my ringtone. Uh-oh. Um, so as I was saying, there was a... What do you call it? Um, a Pearson textbook that was meant for nurses. Hmm. And there was a section in there that talked about how to treat people from different ethnic creeds uh-huh. which already sounds like eugenics to me okay first of all let me make a statement oh god oftentimes when people who are public facing like teachers or healthcare providers or whatever are instructed in these sorts of matters they're encouraged to learn about cultural differences and the different ways people of different backgrounds respond to like the healthcare system or the education system or the benefit system, or whatever, right? And this is like a long-standing thing that um, people have been attempting to teach these publicly-facing service providers. So this is like, it's that. This is what that is. The question is whether it was empiric or not, or whether it was just relying on stereotypes. Arabs and Muslims. Are these things backed up by empirics? Because this is exactly the kind of thing that these culturally insensitive types of, like, you know, cultural sensitivity, understanding the different cultures and how... The different norms are different, and it's all equal, but it's different because social constructs, blah, blah, blah. This is the kind of stuff that those sorts of people have been pushing the service providers to learn. I don't know how so true that is. So are these empirical? Or, it is true. That's I what don't you think hear about empirical. all the times. Blacks often report higher pain intensity than other cultures. Imp- they believe in- suffering and pain are inevitable. Jews. Jews. Jews may be vocal and demand assistance. <laughs> that was kind of funny. They believe pain must be shared and validated by others. Hmm. Native Americans. <laughs> Native Americans may prefer to receive medications that have been blessed by a tribal shaman. <laughs> they may, this is literally this was literally t- published in a true? textbook. I don't think it's true. They may pick a sacred number when they rate a pain for numerical scale of pain. Mm. I I don't think it is. It, it, I don't think they I think they, they I want to know if it's backed up by empirical studies. I don't studies. think it's backed up by empirical studies. Cuz these like cultural differences and whatnot are what these sorts of, you know, social justice justice types have been pushing people well, they're, they're taking to it all away about. they're t- taking it all away now they're taking everything i think away. the issue was that there was no empirical study that okay maybe this. there wasn't if there wasn't then i mean i mean it's, it's, it's like stupid. saying it's like saying um italians really enjoy having uh family around during um 
events mafia that, hits. Avowed events that deal with uh, family um, family coming togetherness. Okay. Okay. Maybe culturally that's correct. Uh-huh. But you put in the context of a nursing environment. Oh, let's just say that the Italians really like having family around. So make sure that when Italians are inside the hospital, you invite all their families inside the room. It's kind of like one of those things. I feel like you can take a snippet of truth. Or it's like that piece of information would help you un- contextualize. Like, so you're treating an Italian patient. So perhaps it you might not be, you should not be disconvenienced or feel negatively if compared to other patients you have more distant family members attempting to enter into the you know treatment process or asking you things because Italians specifically attempt to maintain a more extended family network so perhaps if you're treating an Italian patient the cousin or even second cousin may want to be more involved than the cousin or second cousin of some wasp family or a German family I don't family. know I don't know I just I, I'm not into that industry it's just it's just, it's it's different it's strange and yeah. uh, it obviously was written oddly Yeah it was <laughs> Okay uh-huh. and I think and then they, they they just they just took it out so um they should leave it in Don't don't buy me that textbook to me gonna buy- <laughs> Don't buy me that textbook <laughs> I'm gonna buy you that textbook I don't I don't want to read that to be honest Probably with you. better than Rupi Cowers Rupi Cow Rupa cow. cow. Rupa cow. Cow cow. Okay. Cow a call her RK. RK girl. Yo, RK. God, she's, she's awesome. She did some touring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she I did, did some touring. I would huh? love to have seen her, but she didn't go to Philly, and oh, I'm not wow. driving out of state to see her. Not that no. I don't want to see her. I just, I don't want to drive any more than I have to. Okay. Here's the thing. Why don't I not, why don't big performers come to Philadelphia as much as I think they should? Because I think they should. Uh they can stay out, as far as I'm concerned. Speaking about big performers coming uh-huh. to Philadelphia, you hear about that new Amazon campus that they're trying yeah, to Yeah, I don't like the sound of that one bit. I would be pretty interested if they were First able to... First of all, Amazon's a terrible place to work. Their corporate culture is very bad. You want to talk about worker drones under capitalism. They're the worst. They do this like stack ranking thing where like they fire the worst performers of any team like even if the team's good and everyone's good they still fire the worst performers just because that's like the kind of culture they want to instill people work all the time they're constantly on call they have to work at home they work unbelievable hours they're like is that what most computer industries are strictly criticized like the management is all about you're not if you're not doing good enough you're going to freaking hear about it and you're going to be pressured to do as well as possible and work as much as possible. Blah, 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 blah. And basically the whole working culture of Amazon is we're going to pay you a lot of money so that you put up with being dehumanized and treated like a piece of crap. No, so I want them to get out. <laughs> I don't want them here. All right, when you put it that way. Plus, then, yeah. it's going to be all these, you know, Silicon Valley assholes coming over here. Driving up the cost of rent, probably voting for even more taxes on cigarettes or whatever. <laughs> I want to smoke without paying taxes. Okay? <laughs> you know what's interesting about smoking? It's not. It doesn't have that many public health costs. So wait, before 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 we do that, so you're you're totally against having Amazon here? Absolutely, unequivocally opposed to it. But if you had a, if you had to so, sort of say something to the CEO, what would you say to that person? I'd spit in his face. Is it a his or her? I don't know. All right. Well, then I'm for not having Amazon too. Because because nice. now that you put it that let way, him, let them go to Chicago. <laughs> the place is bad enough already. Let let them go. Ugh, I don't want I don't want all these places coming here. They have to go back. I don't want New Yorkers moving here. I don't want people from Boston moving here. The good thing about this city is it's not expensive. It's not that expensive compared to every other major northeastern city. Yeah. Washington, D.C., Boston, New York, the prices are through the roof on everything. Yeah. It's not like that here. I like Philly. And you know what? The trade-off is you don't have as many high-paying job opportunities here. That's the trade-off. Places like that should exist where you can still make a living, but there's not super high-paying industries, and the trade-off is it's easier to live here and people who aren't very high-income can afford to live here. That's the trade-off. Places like that should exist. That shouldn't change. I agree. I agree. There you go. Screw capitalism. Amazon, I got some words for you that can't be said on a podcast that prides itself on providing decent family entertainment. (laughs) So that's that. So do you have any more opinions on Amazon? No, nah, screw it, that, man. I'm totally down. Nice, I'm totally down nice. with that. I was thinking. Very good. They did say that the, the, the um, Philadelphia is having a, a housing glut. 
housing glut. Yeah, they're making all like the prices are going down for housing because they, they're it, making all these new high rises and these new apartment complexes. That's what they. Here's the thing. I don't know if there's a house. Well, it depends on what you mean by a housing glut. Maybe there's a glut of apartments that are trying to rent for two thousand dollars a month, right? Maybe, no, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you know places that are nine hundred dollars a month are going to come down to seven hundred dollars a month. There might not be enough housing that costs you know six to a thousand dollars a month, but at the same time there might be too much housing that costs like two thousand a month. Possibly. So that possibly. doesn't mean things are getting broadly more affordable. I'm not saying broadly. I do probably believe there is a glut of like luxury quote unquote housing. They're probably building too many high-priced rental units well, than the market go, can they're, bear. They're only going to get lower, though. That's the thing. Everything's going to get lower. They're going to get lower, but there's a there's a, there's a floor. Well, sure, for sure, for sure. Because the th- a lot of these places would rather have their units sit empty than bring the price level down to a point where they can no longer distinguish themselves as an exclusive, you know, rental right. place. Yeah. So what is your jib about smoking cigarettes? Oh, yeah. So, like, you know what's interesting about... It's it's kind of weird that cigarettes, that's like the one public health crusade that everyone's behind. It's been a huge success as a public health crusade. Okay. Even though, like, unhealthy food is a million times worse. Sugary (laughs) Sugary drinks are much worse than cigarettes. Here's the thing about people, even people who end up dying from cigarettes. They live healthy lives for most of their life. And then for the last year or so, they have cancer and require extensive treatment and die. Compared to a lot of people who live healthy lives and don't get cancer but slowly die of regular aging and require expensive treatment for many years. Or people who eat a lot of crappy foods and have terrible health for their entire lives and require expensive treatment for freaking 30 years. Okay. All things considered, cigarettes aren't that bad. You know what? There's a stunning correlation, negative correlation— between the prevalence of cigarette smoking and obesity, they negatively correlate strongly. Huh. As cigarette smoking has declined, obesity has increased because nicotine is an appetite suppressor. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, but you could probably get an appetite suppressor by, without putting carcinogens into your probably. system. Probably. <laughs> I say we need to smoke more. I don't think so. I'm pro I smoked for 10 years, Tim, and I, I still think that, like, I don't, I don't think, I, think I needed it, honestly. It was really just... Just I mean, there, my life. yeah. I, I don't know when I've last smoked. A week or so. I often just go, you know, week, I mean, it's one two thing weeks, to smoke a, a cigarette here and there. You know what I mean? That's but to become a, like a daily smoker. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I think that that says that's you know, Meh. I could take it or leave it. I really don't care. Uh, speaking of being on the floor on mm. global ideas, China was in the news uh, the past two weeks. Yeah, they had their big party conference. Yeah, and uh, well, you had a specific angle on this that i maybe wasn't so aware of well china was saying that it's big like every five years of a big party conference and who's the who's the prime minister or leader uh, xi, xi, xi jinping xi, yeah and who's like the most pa- probably like the most powerful single figure since what's his name deng xiaoping probably yeah yeah um and so in the end you know he was elected to be the new leader of the of whatever and he makes well his, he's still the leader yeah um, and he makes this grandiose speech about China's time to shine. Yeah, uh-huh. we're going to be center stage in the world forum. It was mm-hmm. pretty, pretty. Uh, dog- Are you aware of all the initiatives they're currently undertaking? The Belt and Road Initiative. No, what's that? So they're attempting a very, very wide-ranging um, investment in infrastructure that bridges across Central Asia. Okay. So, like you know, China, it's all along the coast of the Pacific. Right, That's right, like right. its main civilizational center. Right. But they also extend hugely into the interior. Huh. And there's other places in the interior of Central Asia. Obviously, Afghanistan, Pakistan extends. Mm. You know, Mongolia, that's the stands like Turkestan, right. Turkmenistan, Tajikistan. Right. It's generally a very underdeveloped region because it's very landlocked. Right. Um, you know, that was where the Silk Road went through. Yeah. But once we established, you know, very good international air travel. water shipping and uh. then air travel, you know, it's nothing anymore. Yeah. So China wants to re revitalize that corridor. They're building tons of like, you know, energy pipelines and trains and they're establishing ports. And they're really, really, really trying to get a very strong economic and political foothold in there. They're giving money to places like Pakistan and Afghanistan and the Stan countries to um, you know, work on the the infrastructure with them. Who is so, Stan? 
Stan, the Stan countries. Yeah, but who is Stan? Turkestan. I know that, but, but why? Why? Where's? Why is it all Stan? I'm sure there's a linguistic. Why not, why not Bill? Bill. <laughs> Turka Bill. Turka Bill. Bill. Yeah, exactly. Turkmen a Bill. Pack a Bill. Pack a Bill. I think. I think. I think it would also make more sense. But you're go right, on. You're right. You're right. So that's what they're trying to do, and it's really interesting to see how it'll turn out. It well, might obviously, be a big boondoggle, but eh, I don't it's think it's a huge play to seriously ramp up their um material, political, and economic. I I will always vote against China's. China. I will. I, I, I don't think it's going to work out. They mm. said, "Oh, China's going to be the biggest thing next." Look at all the housing prices. That's all. They are. They are just a bubble pop away for it all. Crashing. Everyone's been saying that for a long time. I think it's less true in China's case because. Their government has a lot more control over the financial system and the economy. So they can sort of keep, in some senses, keep these things from happening. Well, they have uh, a lot more control over, like, the money supply, the credit supply, the banking well, yeah. situation. I so. just, I'm curious to see what happens when, when war I'm breaks out curious. between North, North and South Korea. I wonder how that, how that, all that's going to happen. Cause all uh, this... how do, it's not going to happen. I don't think so. You don't so. think so? Not really. I think it's going to happen. Uh, um, so... It turns out, so after all this dogmatic, ideological, pros, you know, uh, posi- no, no, not prospect, positioning, uh-huh. um, and <laughs> what <laughs> prospects? No, no. Yeah, prostitution. Uh, prostitution, of course. Uh, no, all you know, all, all this, all this verbiage coming out from China's main leader. Everyone's like, oh man, China, China's going to be the next big thing. Blah blah mm. blah blah blah. It turns out that there have been, and this is probably fed into the narrative to to quell anxieties across across the Western world, hmm. that all of the the detractors to uh the leader of china uh-huh. have mysteriously either been killed or imprisoned yeah and I can believe that. that there's been a really big power struggle going on within china as uh-huh. to who's going to be the leader an interesting thing about that though is xi has launched what seems to be a pretty successful campaign against corruption so a lot of his other than his own corruption probably it depends well there's different kinds of corruptions anyway a lot of his detractors might just be the corrupt people. I don't of know. Of course, there's a lot of detractors who are liberal and whatnot. But yeah, like that author that was the human rights author that was yeah, imprisoned that and died. Yeah. yeah. So he is launching what seems like a successful campaign against corruption. There was actually a really interesting study I read some time ago that um, looked at car sales contrasting regions where... So basically, what I believe the deal is, he created some like institution or some bureau right. to investigate corruption. They investigate specific regions at mm. a time and try to root out corruption. Right. There was a study that looked at car sales, mm. comparing regions that had gotten a corruption investigation mm. against those that hadn't, right. and regions that got a corruption investigation. After that, the sale of luxury cars declined significantly. <laughs> that's just an interesting. Well, that's, well I, I read that. I think I read something similar to that too. I think uh-huh. I think politicians are trying to be more meek about what they have now. I yeah. think that the idea uh-huh. of don't show off what you have isms, and I think mm. I, I think too a lot of money has been funneling out of China from the elite because of that because they yeah. because they don't. Well, that's the whole freaking housing yeah. boom in Canada and Australia. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of things going on. I I, I still vote. Um, what do you, what's the word? I'm. Uh, I I still will buy short stock on. Okay, you will on short. China. Yeah, I will short. short on China. Yeah, I'm totally. It's a pretty short. racist thing to say. How's that racist? <laughs> Never mind. Right. Explaining it would be racist. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Height. Height. Yes, Tim. Okay. Great job. You did it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get paid a million dollars a freaking <laughs> episode to do. Uh, no, I I don't I don't think I have no hopes in it. Honestly, I okay. just I just don't. I'm interested to see what turns out. Yeah. I have more hopes for them than like any other developing country, more than India. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Well, Brazil's done. Yeah, Brazil's done. There no brick doesn't exist anymore. No. What, what was it? Brazil, Brit, Brazil, Russia, Russia, India, China, India, China. And then there was an S. Sometimes they called it bricks. I think the S was Singapore. Singapore's doing good though. Singapore is a very high income country. Yeah, that's doing really good. But they're actually. not like a country. They're a city state. Yeah, yeah. So you can't compare them to. True, true, true. Places They're, like China that are a million times yeah, more yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how brick was like the biggest thing like ten years ago, and Bricks, now it's like man. doesn't even doesn't even equate to now anything. It's just China. It's just China, China, <laughs> China, China. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of stands, uh, Kurdistan, mm. Kurdistan. So it's just, it was just an interesting development. The general development in Kurdistan and the many ways they're being used politically. They're trying like. 
they're being triangulated a million different ways. They're being triangulated by the U.S. and um, Israel to sort of get a hold in that region. Do you know where, like, the Kurdistan region is? Uh, I think, is that where Borat was filmed? No, that was Kazakhstan. Okay, they have no idea. Kurdistan is like they don't have a country. They're an ethnic group. They're kind of spread in the areas of northern Iraq. The a Kurds. Bit in north. The Kurds? Yeah, the Kurds. Okay, I know the Kurds. A little bit in northwestern Iran, in like eastern Turkey and northern Syria. Okay. So they were like a major proxy force for America during the fight against ISIS. Mm. So that's cooling down now. ISIS, ISIS is done at this point as a serious force, um, thanks to the greatness of uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Basically, thanks to him, yeah. Um, Syria and Russia totally defeated them in um, Iraq and now the Kurds with US support have taken them their major centers out in no Syria defeated them in Syria and the Kurds with America have taken them out in Iraq for mm. the most part so basically Kurdistan's major play was during the rise of ISIS when the national Iraqi army basically fell apart right right they wanted to seize the lands that they wanted to be part of their country, right? Right. Okay, Iraqi army's gone. Now it's ISIS. Let's defeat ISIS. Once we defeat them, we're there in these lands that we've already wanted. Right. And we can say they're ours now because we took them, and right. where were you asking Right. So that happened, and they tried to occupy this area. That's not really part of Kurdistan proper. Right. There's a lot of Kurds there, but there's also a lot of other ethnicities. It's not like deep Kurdistan where right. like it's significantly Kurdistanish as yeah. a majority. So they tried to occupy this part that's also a major oil-producing part in Iraq. And Iraqi army took it back real quick. Mm -hmm. So now the U.S. is kind of backing off like, hey, this whole Kurdistan thing, let's, ha let's you know, chill it. And Saudi Arabia, that also was sort of a supporter of a united Kurdistan because they want a foothold in that area right. because they don't like, you know, the secular governments like right. Syria. They right. want to expand out in that way. So Kurdistan, their prospects have significantly diminished over the last couple of days. Oh, poor Kurdistan. And Catalonia, the same thing, blah, blah, blah. And Spain. Now Mariano Rajoy wants to um, dissolve their government forcefully and say, you guys aren't a government anymore. Yeah. Which is stupid. If he just let them have a real vote, they would have voted not to leave. Probably. So now... Now they're probably screwed. going to want to leave because yeah. they're being told uh -huh. what to do, and no, yeah. no one no ever one likes wants that. To be told to do exactly, especially not the Liberians. Especially not by some guy named Mariano. Who's Mariano? Mariano Rajoy. Who's that? Prime Minister of Spain. Ahoy, 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 ahoy. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, another interesting global fact this uh, this week in the news cycle yeah. is that um, Liberia votes in their new um, leader. Mm. And it turns out it's a ex-football player. What kind of football? Uh, soccer. Ooh. L oh, did you see the American soccer team didn't qualify for the World Cup? Wait, why? They lost. There's qualifying tournaments and stuff. You have to win. You have to qualify to be in there. And they lost the qualifying Which one, game. the female or the male? Male. They're oh, not in. Yeah. We're not in the World Cup. <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible. What's Even after like the last one where we had this explosion of popularity, like, oh, man, America's going to be a big force and the World Cup's coming up. <laughs> I guess not. What about the Women's League? Oh, who, who cares? They won last year. Did they? I think so, yeah. See? It's just not... Like the WNBA. I mean, they're good athletes, sure. I just think that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, I guess. Anyways, Liberia votes to choose Ellen Johnson, Sarah Leaf, successor. Um, I think the biggest part of that was that he played football once. Good for him. Good for him. I bet he could beat you at football. Probably. Probably. I could beat him. No, you couldn't. Yeah, I could. No, you couldn't. I'd beat him. No, you couldn't. I would. How? I, I just would, man. <laughs> I just I would just hit the ball. That's what I'd you do, kick, right? Man, I just I got, kick the ball. I got these feet. I just kick them. Another big music story about the world today, and I think this is the more serious of them all. Uh-oh. Um, New Zealand just uh, just came out with a news story about what's going on in their country. In that, oh my God, what's yeah, going on? Um, apparently, there's going to be a huge shortage of what? Uh, of potato chips this You're year. Kidding me? I, I kid you not. There's going to be a potato Why? chip shortage. There has been a plight this of better not happen here. I, well, the potato chip prices are going up in New Zealand. I'm pr pretty sure it's going to be a worldwide epidemic. <sighs> so they say that the potato crop is going down because there's been a rainier season and it's been flooding out all the potato farms. Oh boy! So because of this, potato chip prices are going to go. through 
through the roof. How They're much? Like, well, they say upwards to maybe 50% more than what they were the season oh, beforehand. I know. Oh, man. Um, the people are scared. People are frightened. I'm scared. Um, uh, I'd be scared. I'd be frightened. This is going to be like a new like refugee crisis. Yeah. The Syrian, the uh, <laughs> the New Zealanders are going to be like, we got to go to these places where we can get potato chips for one ninety nine. again. The black market of potato chips. I chip. can't pay this two seventy eight anymore. <laughs> Uh, the potato chip prices are going to see him on um, the flotation device. This is like, uh-huh. come, come, bring your tired, bring your <laughs> weary, bring your potato bring, chip. Bring your hungry. <laughs> hungry. Uh, Do you ever get a green potato chip, by the way? Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, it's okay. I don't eat them. I love, I'll eat them. Really? All, and remember that episode in Arthur where they had green potato chip? No. You should watch sounds it. Like, <laughs> sounds like a hell of an episode. <laughs> Sometimes Arthur really has this trenchant political commentary. <laughs> the green party (laughs) (laughs) oh man so yeah that i thought that was pretty interesting yeah well um so that was tim and dave's around the world in 20 minutes yeah uh i think that's pretty good now they know it all they know it all what's going on all the important big hot topic tickets ticket items that are going on speaking about around the world yeah so again ladies and gentlemen i think you all know about my feelings about how america and the western world treats animals versus how they treat people Mm. and again i always want to emphasize i don't think it's necessarily terrible that people have pets i prefer we all know my position on the dog issue what is your (laughs) pro dog (laughs) i forgot about that tim's pro dog you gotta win to win Mm. (laughs) that's another good one too you gotta win to win okay I love our quotes. <laughs> you got to win to win. You said that, you? you I, I forget. I we got to look back that. on that. Um, I just read this. But as I said, I have a dog, have a cat, whatever. I really uh-huh. don't care, you weirdos. Um, but I prefer not to have any animal whatsoever. Okay, okay. Well, I just read an article that the health care provided to canines mm. in America exceeds those of health care being provided by humans in countries like uh, Liberia. Yeah, that's totally understandable. I just it just blows my mind. Blows my mind that the Well, because it's a runoff from human healthcare. Because we develop healthcare for humans, so we develop the technology and the infrastructure to to develop and deliver the technology. So there's trickle down effects for veterinary care. But the entire system of developing and delivering the health the technology and the system of healthcare doesn't exist at all in you know many countries so they don't even have any trickle down effects from anything i just think it's just crazy that you know we as a country find it conscionable to invest monies into making infrastructures for animals before we are able to make infrastructures for all people throughout all the world you yeah know I mean? but okay if you already have a structure that works yeah it's not hard to spin off something smaller of that the money is in time and energy is being spent on all this health care for animals i just it's feel difficult to even develop a strong healthcare structure in many parts of the world. I know that, but I'm just saying, I, as I always say, I just think it's better that we spend our time, money, and effort on the things that help people rather than the animal. If I just say think so. I think it's strange. I think eh. it's just strange. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's a really interesting article to look into the healthcare provided to animals in the United States or the Western world is much better than some of the healthcare provided to humans in other parts of the world as well. Hmm. What do you think about that, ladies and gentlemen? You always hear my side. You always hear Tim's side. I'm actually curious to see what the real deal is within our listenership. Probably going to say, David. Probably I, don't hate animals. Where did like the dog do. touch you? Uh, <laughs> where, where did the, where did he where did he where did he lick? Where did he nuzzle you? Um, an interesting other um, life thing that happened to me this week, mm. and it really made me ticked off. Uh-oh. So we're going to go do, go back to classic Dave and Tim, or Tim and Dave rather. Okay. All right. So, Tim. Do you have a flexible spending account? No, I don't know. I'm no, I don't. Do you know what a flexible spending account is? I have some idea. Basically, you have an an bank account and you can put money in there pre-tax so that money isn't added into your taxable income. Correct. And you can only use it for qualified healthcare expenditures. And the key word for that qualified. is qualified. All okay. right. So, uh I have I sp- I put a next Why would you have one? Don't you have an insurance policy that covers everything with low copays? Yeah, but still, I still have to spend money on it. So I want to save as much money for pre-tax money as possible. Right, if Even so. if I spend $300, I would have to make about $500 to get that money. Okay. So I'm, I'm losing $200. I guess. it's a lot of money to spend. What, $300? Yeah. You know, uh, my, my deductible is 250 
Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, mind you, my insurance, I'm going to be telling you, again, being completely transparent. I'm very lucky and very yeah, blessed to have like, yeah. really nice health insurance. I know a lot of people out there struggle. I think that's a big piece in America mm. that is an issue. And I, and I hate the healthcare system in America. It's god-awful. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky to have what I have. Um, so I, I understand that as an idea of it. But however... I think we can all relate to this story about healthcare being annoying because I think everyone in the world hates healthcare because yeah. the whole process is stupid. So my flexible mm-hmm. spending account, I, do, I, I have one because I want to save money by not being taxed off of things that I need to be healthy with, right? Uh-huh. So uh, my flexible spending account, however, expires and re-ups the 31st of October. It's just how mm. my in the place of employment does it. Uh-huh. For this year, for the past year that's been going on, I still have forty two dollars left in my flexible spending account. So you're looking for something to spend it on. So I can't go and just sell to my dentist and a sex change surgery. It's a lot more than forty some dollars. So I can't just go to my dentist and say, "Hey, fill a cavity for me." Yeah, there's none. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I need to go to a dentist soon. Yeah, you, you tell me. I tell everybody this, and no one listens to me. Two times a year, every six months, you oh need teeth cleaning. One, I've been to a dentist. In two thousand four. Oh my God, Tim! So not since thirteen. Is that when you years. got your root canal? Yeah, yeah, Tim, you got to see a dentist. Years. See a dentist. You ever see that Steve Urkel uh, episode where he's all like, "I brush my teeth every day," uh-huh. and then the guy's like, "Oh, you never know. You may have a cavity." He's like, "Oh, you have a cavity," and Steve Urkel's like, "Oh, okay." And they put him. <laughs> That's a terrible Steve Urkel uh, impression. <laughs> and uh, and then they put some laughing gas on him. And the whole uh-huh. bit is like he gets high off a of laughing gas. So, okay. t- so the thing I learned was even though you do a very good I'm job of get, taking I'm care of your get teeth. Hooked on that laughing <laughs> exactly nice um anyhow so everybody attempt to see the damn dentist please okay um everybody loves crapping on health insurance so uh-huh. i have a flexible spending account i do this because i want to save money i have 42 dollars left in my flexible spending account and it expires within a week okay mm. and if i so don't all spend that money's it, gone that's another weird thing it doesn't freaking cover uh, roll over you would, it's my money so what happens to the money it, it gets just dissolved back to your taxable income I, I don't lose it. I lose it. Like it's gone. Wow. Yeah, it's stupid. It's like super stupid. That's crazy. So that's already a crook of a thing. Yeah. So the flexible spending account, I need to spend it. I can't go to the doctor. I'm not going to the doctor to spend forty two dollars. So hmm. they have this option where I can go to the store buy medical products that would then be under that plan be under the this this sixteen sixty page list. You just of went crap. to buy a bunch of syringes. So that's the thing. I don't need – and they're really weird, like very specific and weird. And the government makes these regulations, by the way. Yeah. And they do so in such a way that makes it so that you lose money. Yeah, yeah. So I don't need catheters right now. I'm sorry. Don't mm. need any right now. Mm. I don't need blood transfusion packs right now. Mm. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't need um, – Adult diapers. Adult diapers right now. I don't, actually, no. Probably they don't even count. A lot of the things, yeah, that, a lot probably. of the practical things that you would think would be like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's for medical purposes. I use that for medical needs. Is with a prescription. So you probably can't buy like over the counter medication. I can't buy Neosporin. Yeah, I yeah, can't buy yeah. cough syrup. I can't buy Musinex. Yikes. So I'm looking at the list and I'm saying, what can I buy? So I call the people up and I say to them, what can I buy? Well, sir, there's a 60 page list. I said, I know there's a 60 page list, but the only thing I see that could buy is just says first aid supplies. What do you connotate as first aid supplies? Uh-huh. The lady says to me, well, you can buy band-aids. All right, I'll just buy $40 Ooh. worth of band-aids. Nice. Well, sir, actually, no, you can only buy 100 band-aids. And I said, what's the logic in that? She said, well, you can't bulk up supply of your products. You have to have at maximum a 90-day supply of product to be able to buy mm. with your flexible spending account. So I said, so you're allocating me 100 Band-Aids for 90 days. How do you know that's all I need? Well, yeah. sir, uh, that's just the way the government writes the regulations. I said, what else can I buy? She says, a first aid kit. I said, okay, fine. Hmm. She said, a thermometer. I don't need a thermometer. And she's all like, well, that's the pretty much the only thing you can yeah. buy. Then I said, oh, idea came to my head. What about cotton swabs? You, know? mm. Think, you can use yeah, cotton yeah, swabs yeah, yeah. for medical things. I don't, but you could, technically. Oh, sir, no, that doesn't qualify. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? So I said, all right, let me go back. I'm going to look at the list. So I'm looking at the damn list again because at this point, I'm on a mission. Yeah. I'm on a mission, and I'm annoyed. Go like, spend that I, I am so ticked off about how this is how my tax-paying money has to go into. Actually, my tax-free paying money <laughs> has to go into. Your tax-free loading money. Exactly. 
So then I found something, and I was like, oh, I'm going to call someone about this. Uh-huh. Call her up. So, hello. And I go through the process again, 90-day supply, whatever. And I said, oh, I just found something. So they said, yes. And I said, on the flexible spending account, it says here that I, as a qualifying expense, can purchase condoms. Oh, and, wow. Really? <laughs> yeah, That's condoms. Crazy. I don't. I just cannot. Uh, and I was like, so I just, I'm trolling at this point. Uh-huh. And I said, so um, I'm going to – I'm wondering, so – how, how many condoms can I buy? Uh-huh. Well, it usually comes in packs of 12. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Is the government saying that that's how much a 90-day supply should be for, uh-huh. a, for a man in his 20s? 12 condoms? Well, sometimes they sell them in 24 packs. So I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. I mean, I'm just saying, like, 24 condoms and 90... I just, this poor woman. I just, <laughs> she's all like, well, you can't go on Amazon. I was like, what if I buy a jumbo pack of condoms? <laughs> you know, to, to, to meet my 90-day needs. Uh-huh. She's all like, well, I mean... If it's in one package, uh-huh. and the, <laughs> so basically the deal is you can buy one package. I can buy one package. I'm, buy, I'm gonna go like to the, that's it, just one. I'm buying a first aid kit, a hundred band aids, and a jumbo package of condoms <laughs> at the store. That's like that. That's like that Simpsons episode. Well, I'll take a pack of condoms, a couple enemas. <laughs> Remember that one? <laughs> I really, I'm gonna tell the cashier. I'm, I'm getting ready for a wild night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! That's this is. I don't want to spend that money on any of these things. Uh, <laughs> I just want my cute. I would buy. I would buy. I'd stockpile forty-two dollars worth of Q-tips if I had the choice to do so. Can you buy enemas? I I don't think so. Without that can a, be your next healthcare. Yeah. Discovery. Animus. You're all into this healthy living. Oh, so, ladies and gentlemen, another interesting thing about the flexible spending account, if you guys have children, um, your daycare purchases are actually qualified oh, flexible wow. spending. So if you spend, and that's a big expenditure. It so is. let's say you spend, and fa- this is true, a lot of families do spend upwards of $10,000 a year mm-hmm. on daycare for their infant children. Yeah. That are not in kindergarten age. Uh-huh. Um, that would save you, um, to get $10,000 net, you would have to make what? Probably close to 15000 yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. You'd have to make fifteen. Th- you'd be saving yourself five thousand dollars a year by yeah. doing the flexible spending account. Mm-hmm. Um, so look into it. I don't know exactly when everyone's re-upping happens, but really take the time to look at it. Because although I make jocular jokes about how I have forty-two dollars left and I have to spend money on condoms that you know, or or some stupid purchase that is just ridiculous, uh-huh. um, this could actually really help families. Uh-huh. And I think it should be more emphasized within um, the general public. Um, but I just don't think people have the time to really do this type of banking. So look into it. It also covers all most all dental pro- dental care. That's where I'm, that's why I'm saying like yeah. I see the dentist uh-huh. twice a year, and every year I get like an X ray, mm. and there's bound to be cavities or some sort of need uh, that I need to have. And depending on your insurance, the fluoride treatments, etc. Um, so it's a good thing. It's a good thing. So ladies and gentlemen, look up your flexible spending account. Hmm. Woo! Last but not least, Timmy. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for this wild and crazy ride this week. Oh, yeah. I know we seem like we'd be bouncing off the topics, but I've been really looking forward to doing this. Because last week, as you know, we did not have a podcast. David was busy. I was busy and very tired and felt a little ill. We were at a wedding, and it was... Um, wedding? Yeah, I was at a wedding. <laughs> and wedding. I looked great, by the way. Did you? I had a suit on, oh, had a boy. tie on. The whole outfit was beautiful. Nice. Uh, I looked great. That was a yellow tie. It was beautiful. Um, but I was really tired. We didn't get, I didn't get back to like 2 o'clock in the morning to my apartment. Yikes. Um, but it was a multicultural wedding in the sense that there was a lot of people who weren't white there. Uh-huh. And I had a great time. And it was wonderful. And the day after that wedding, however, was the day we should be doing our podcast. But I was uh-huh. saying, I can't do it today. I'm too tired. But I'm going to do some research about certain things. I read a very interesting article. Uh-huh. They say... That an indicator of a person's success doesn't always correlate with someone's IQ. Mm-hmm. But they're finding now that an indicator of success, there is a correlation with someone's cultural Q or CQ, their cultural intelligence. Okay. Well, that's definitely not as important as IQ, but I, go ahead. I would have to say that I would be interested to see... The empirical findings in IQ oh my God, and Tim, income outcomes I know you're all about are... IQ. I know you're all about IQ. I'm not all about you're IQ. You're all about... You literally have IQ on your posters in your room right next to your Donny Danza poster. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and so I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, but no... Your cultural intelligence simply is, how are you able to better understand a person with a different background than you? I and bet how, that correlates pretty strongly with IQ. 
Possibly. I don't know. The point is, is that if you're able to be more culturally sensitive with people, you have a higher degree of success rate mm. because you're able to work with other people better. And mm. obviously, if you're able to communicate emotionally and personally better with a person, you're more apt to probably have a better experience in the workplace and outside of it. And you'll be able to make more friends, more networks. And, you know, it's a ball that rolls. Uh-huh. I pride myself. And I, I think, you know, I'm going to pat my own self in the back. Uh, yeah. My little ego here. Uh-huh. I like making people feel comfortable, and I don't. Mm. And I think too, I make a very, I mean, I make a very good effort in my own personal life to uh, to make whether you're white or uh, or or non-white or whatever to to feel like I'm understanding and I'm listening to you, and I understand that everyone comes from a different background. Now, uh-huh. this could correlate back to that textbook that we were just talking about, oh, like yeah. understanding different people. But at the same time. I don't. It's not so much that I'm saying, "Oh, you are Jewish, so this has to be how you are." Mm-hmm. No, I'm going to say you are a different person uh, in the sense of your cultural background, your religious background. I'm going to treat you as nice as I can, but I'm also going to recognize with certain things you do don't mesh with the things that I was brought up. Is with that your doing. introduction whenever you meet someone of a different? No, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> You always say this. No, <laughs> this is where I'm coming from. Okay. And I'm saying like that's my conscious understanding. And I think too people feel comfortable around me when I do that because they know I'm not being judgmental. Uh-huh. I just I just really get really under my skin when people I don't know, just just aren't willing to just make the effort to make people feel comfortable. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like just making people feel like they're welcomed. Hmm. Whether it's, you know, implicit or explicitly being exclusionary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um I just I just to me it really puts me under my skin. So Gave me a really good ego or, or, or validation saying, you know what? I'm going to be successful because I'm nice to people. Isn't wow. that crazy, though? If you're nice to people, you typically have a better life and more successful. Maybe. Maybe. Are, are there findings about that? I think if you, it, you know, it takes one to I know no that one. the most successful, Karma. the most successful, like, executives have, you know, very disagreeable personalities and... Soci- well, sociopathy is heavily over. Well, I think, I mean, Steve Jobs is definitely a dick. Yeah. Um, for sure. I don't know. I just think, well, if we're not acting to be those cutthroat CEOs and just want to be accomplished, well-rounded people that have you know, a nice life, I'm uh-huh. willing to live that life versus being a complete jerk to everybody and making millions of dollars Okay. Yeah. personally. You know? uh-huh. And I, I, I would prefer that over anything else, to be honest with you, and live a life that was fool, you know, mm-hmm. rather than a live that was a life of being a fool who was hell-bound and determined just to make more money. Uh-huh. I think that to me is a deterrent of, of, of all parts of our society where that is the most important thing to do. Why don't we just live a fulfilled life where we're happy with it and regardless of how much one makes, just being fulfilled with it and not giving all the life insurance and health insurance to, to canines and, <laughs> and you know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't uh-huh. know. So I thought it was an interesting article. Look it up, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's an interesting perspective to take. Although Timmy swears by the fact that no, we must all be intelligent to be, what? To be no, successful. I I what do you mean swear IQ. by it? IQ is I'm the just, most wh- important thing in I the think... world. And Tony Danza. It's not... <laughs> it's Tony Danza. It's not the most important thing in the world. What's but the it's... most important thing in the world, Timmy? <sighs> Love. Oh no, no. All um... the world. Needs now. Probably how rich you grew up. Is love, sweet love. That's probably number one. That's the only thing. That the- uh-huh. So you think it's 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 as if you have the wealth. That's up there, wealth. As far as like that's the most important thing. Economic success. Oh, well, okay, yeah, probably the thing most important is wealth. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. probably. If you don't have to worry about not having a backup plan, you you have to and you have to live your life worrying about having to just survive yeah. you're probably better you're, you're probably not going to be able to take that acting job because you were too worried about you're not it's not going to work and you're going to mm. ruin the rest of your life correct oh geez the bourgeoisie i'm sorry ladies and gentlemen you, if whoever is out there who's a bourgeoisie you're never getting away with me criticizing the yeah. advantages you had sorry it's not it's not envy it's just you i think someone in the i think there's there needs to be more people in the world that shit on you i'm sorry it just needs okay. to be more Fair especially enough. in this millennial western world i think everyone needs to just call it as it is hmm. doesn't mean that you're bad people it just means that you had advantages, yeah. and the fact of the matter is, we shouldn't be giving uh, all this uh, all this uh, credence to individuals who who had them. And regardless of one way or the other, I think it's important for us to put it into perspective. But my my cultural quotient says uh-huh. I can. We have to adapt and be able to be accommodating to these yes. such people. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I have to be around. What do you, you think's your time. CQ, David? What do you mean my CQ? How high cultural, is it? How how high? Pretty damn high. Pretty I think high. I honestly take pleasure in knowing lots about different cultures though honestly I know, I know a whole lot about different cultures but you're not you're not very i don't know if would you say that you're very good at equating that to personal interaction 
I interact with people of different cultures. I didn't say that. I said your ability to do so in a manner that is just... Is it not? I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. When I interact with people, I just interact with them. Okay, fair enough. I think I understand... I am different Timmy. Cultures I understand different cultures. More than most people. More than most people. Okay, okay, David. I'm just screwing with you, Timmy. Uh-huh. No, I get it. I get it. I totally get it. I just, I just. You're more self-conscious about it, though. What do you mean, self-conscious Self- about it? Like I'm a good person. Because I didn't say I I'm a good person. I didn't say that. Cultures. I didn't say that. I'm saying I'm felt I, that way. I think I make people feel more comfortable than others. Okay. I think I've, I'm more accommodating in that way. I have a general uh, ability to make people feel welcomed. Okay. I guess I'm good at that. I don't know. Mm. And then you get me into a debate, and then make everyone hate everybody because yeah. you know I like play devil's advocate, but. If we're just being jovial and just whatever, I think I think I'm very w- welcoming. I think it's a really big thing, I'm, and I'm and I show that in the way I treat people. Okay, not saying that others don't, but I think that also has to do with my cultural quotient. Hmm. Must mean I'm going to be a millionaire one day, right? What? I said must mean I'm going to be a millionaire Probably one day. Probably not. Okay, good talk, Tim. Okay. Huh, speaking of the good talk, Tim. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. We have one <laughs> week off, and this is what happens. We literally were nonstop this week it's at true. the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Yeah, look at those shoes. Those are new shoes. No, these aren't new shoes. These are. A, that's a I, I don't look. wear these often. They're my Chucka boots. They're not even expensive. Forty-five dollars. They're hush puppies. I got them at DSW. I didn't need Chucka boots, but they look nice, right? Wow. Well, yeah. I like okay. them. Okay. They're not as support. The most supportive shoe in the world. Very. They're just nice shoes. They're good shoes. Mm. I like them. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today at Tim and Dave Show Podcast. Uh, I want to give a shout out to one of our viewers who are actually going off to Japan um, uh, for oh, two yeah. weeks. Yeah, wow. Mark, and Mark and his girl Kim. I hope you guys have a wonderful vacation. He's one of our Patreon um, is, contributors. Is, we want to thank him and uh, for his support. He was actually worried. He was like, what am I going to listen to on the plane ride to Japan? Oh, no. I'm hoping that he can at least download this. When soul. are they... They're really? off there now. They're being being weebs. Oh boy! Um, Uh-oh. But uh, but thank you all so much for those who support us on Patreon. Uh, we also want to thank all of our listeners out there who just tell everybody by word of mouth about who mm-hmm. we are, what we do, what we think, what we feel, what we are. Um, we're maybe getting in some new um, uh, uh, listenership uh, in the shortcoming future. We're looking at the advertising deals, mm. etc. In the universities. Uh, slowly but surely we're busy men busy men yes, busy men yes, yes. Um, you can catch us by the way and I would love you guys to just give us a like you know if you guys listen to us every week or if you guys are interested in things that we do give us a like you know especially share. our Indian listeners yeah. <laughs> we got a big influx of Indian listeners that's a good thing and they're strongly appreciated and we want to make their voices to be heard so what we, if you could just do us one favor this week go on to our Facebook account and so the Tim and Dave show podcast okay Go to our ne- our upcoming video, the video that we have that shows, uh, you know, what we our, our promo clip is, mm. uh, and take a like and share it on your Facebook wall. Do that for us. Do that to support us, and we would be a hundred times appreciative. Um, that really does help get out the word about the Tim and Dave show. Um, and if you want to see us do more and more new exciting things, uh, just having that influx of people coming in gives us a better gauge of what we need to do as a as a as a show. Mm. Um, you know, word of mouth is one of the biggest ways to do advertising and i think if you guys say hey this is a pretty good podcast give it a like give it a show uh to a friend or whatever it's gonna go marvelously a wonderful and uh you don't need to give us money to do that so it's yes. all good uh you can also catch us on itunes subscribe uh to get the latest and updates of when our new episodes are coming out we have the also can be found on google play fm play and soundcloud uh so there's multiple avenues to to get in contact with us and there's we would love to have you listen to it so it's a good thing to go yes indeed This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you all next week. Au revoir. My cultural quotient is bigger than your cultural quotient. No, it's not. It's so much bigger. it's not that much All right, well, let's let's measure it. All right, let's let's get it out. Tony Danza. (laughs) I'll get the ruler.